Yeah. So all we're asking people to do is just pick your favourite and then have a chat with us for five minutes. Yeah. You don't have to talk about the object. We're not asking you to be the expert about the object. <laughs> just something that appeals to you. That's Why? it. Why have these objects been chosen? Um, well, that is a good question, Patrick. They are, have been chosen because these are the kinds... It's a bit of a long and winded story. Some of them have been already picked by um, kids from Laylor Early Learning Centre. Yeah. So this, um, this guy, this flower have already been brought to us, so they're already part of the project. Other things resemble the stuff... There's a site in... Castleton Place in the city called Little Lon. And in Little Lon, they did this archaeological dig that was once like quite a working class suburb, like here. Yeah. And um, in for kind of 17, 1800s archaeology, what we do is we dig toilets, so cesspits, yeah. and that's where you find what people used to use in their everyday lives. So we've kind of gone also with remnants of that kind of stuff. So you've got the plates, not the discman, obviously. <laughs> um, um, you know, the figurines, the bits of food, yeah. the plant stuff, the books, you know, ashtrays, the pipe, um, kitty shoes. Yeah, sure. So, um, and the idea is we'll kind of eventually make a very nifty and clever link to little one, <laughs> little one <laughs> later on. You don't have to worry about that. What you have to worry about <laughs> is, so you've picked it's up cheaper. the cards. Yeah, I've seen cards like these before, but I can't. They're like original, or like they're like old kind of playing cards, aren't they? Yeah. Like precursors to to the modern playing cards. But that's not going to be what my pick. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the lucky country. <clears throat> Have you read this book? No, I haven't read it before. Um, are you recording now? Yeah? Yes, I am. Um, you don't have to put your formal voice on, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't read it before, but it's one of those books that you kind of always see around um, the lucky country. It kind of strikes a chord, I guess, um, just for where we are in Layla at the moment, because it's quite a, um, you know, there was a... I've been looking into this recently, but there was a report released a couple of years ago mapping disadvantage um, around different suburbs around in Victoria. And this area here is like one of the the most disadvantaged. And they looked at all um, all different factors for that, like education, um, employment. You know, there's like a whole list of things. And, um, yeah, lay law consistently came up with sort of like quite a high quite high rates of disadvantage. Um, and it's, it's quite interesting because, like, there's there's a lot of really strong communities around here, but it's just like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It's it's in an area. There's a lot of like big challenges in this area, and I kind of see it every day working in this library. Like the different um, people who come through, you know, the people that really depend on on the library here for being able to, you know, like access the internet and kind of like stay stay connected. Um, the world uh it's like it's like a very safe place to come like people can get out of the house come somewhere they don't have to spend money just to just to be somewhere 
Um, yeah, she so. You say that actually. So that's what one of the um, one of the mums from Kumon said that she likes coming here because it gives her a bit of it's a somewhere a place that she can go where she can just have a little bit of alone time, mm. but it feels it's comfortable and yeah. Busy. There's other people around, mm. and you can yeah. You don't necessarily have to like be socialising just to be in a in a space with, with other people. You know, um, I, I think it's really valuable. But yeah, that. That's why I picked this book. I think that's a really good reason. You can see that I have read it. And if you would like yeah. to borrow it, you're more than welcome. It is a good read. You can read yeah. it on the train. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. It's So I'm not sure if you know much about the background, but Donald Horn was a journalist, so, and he had a, a lot to say about just the state of Australia at the mm. time, as you would know. Yeah, I mean, I did. I know, like, the, the quote, because, we, you know, people use, oh, we're the lucky country as, like, a... Um, you know, sort of like a way, you know, pat ourselves on the back, how good is Australia kind of thing, but like, but the original quote, like if you read it in full, it's like, <laughs> it's like quite denigrating to Australia and the people and like the fact that we sort of, yeah, we've had this good luck, but we haven't, you know, maybe not made the most of it or like there, you know, yeah, I mean, you've read the book, I don't know, no, I assume that's talk kind to me about it, yeah. I assume that's kind of what, what he's getting at, but it's like, when was this book? Written. I think um, 1964. Or... Yeah. So you're a librarian. Yeah. Did you, um, did you start when it was still hush quiet time? Do you want a glass of water? Hush quiet time, or did you um, did you always work in a busy, buzzy? No, I've only I graduated about two and a half years ago with my my masters. So I've only been working in libraries for two and a half years. So the, that sort of change was well on its way mm. um, then. But yeah, but my role here is really a big big part of that, trying to, you know, like run science programs to, to engage kids. And we're quite lucky at the library, we can really, you know, we're not tied to a curriculum. So as a like new uh, technology or something comes out, the library can buy that and we can start running programs around it. Whereas in the schools, you know, the curriculum kind of changes slowly, but we can be a lot more flexible in, the, in those kind of things that we offer, so that's quite exciting. And do you find that the, um, like, you know, you were talking about being a disadvantaged area, do you think that people take advantage of what's on offer at the library for, because it's all free? Yeah, I actually, that's quite an interesting question because, like, often no, I think. I, I think we, we struggle, a lot of our programs aren't, aren't full up um, and we struggle attract, to attract people along. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the reason for that is but there are there are businesses that charge for similar for similar programs as what we do and I, I don't have good figures on how well they're, they're subscribed but I suspect that people who value something that you have to pay for a, a little bit more whereas like we do good quality programs at the library where we can, we're able to offer them you know for free because of how we're funded and stuff and yeah I, I often wonder whether people uh, think that it, it may not be as good because you're not asking yeah asking for money for it I've noticed that you um, no longer find people yeah so that's just like a few about uh, two months ago we got rid of completely got rid of fines. I mean, that that was another thing that's yeah, a barrier to access for a lot of people. So that was... A lot of... A few library services are doing it now and there's, there's good evidence to suggest that we don't... You know, you know, people still bring their books back. 
maybe they are, maybe there's like there'll be a little bit of extra time but it's really not not a massive deal yeah. to be honest I am like if there was an inquiry I would totally <laughs> be the person that's like put my hand up and say I have not returned to libraries because of the shame yeah. of having <laughs> <laughs> yeah. talking like that as, as have I you know I just wanted to ask um do you think people feel they're disadvantaged? Um, it's a good question. Um, yeah, like I think people would know that they're living in in an you know, um, if you you know if you consider it to other parts of Melbourne that this is like a. I think I think people would know. You know, a lot of people here are unemployed, and we see people on the computers looking for jobs. You know, I, I think they realise that they've been, you know, to some extent, sort of like left out of um, the broader society in some ways. I, I think that there are good, you know, and there are good community connections here. I think that's probably people's saving grace a lot of the time. The fact that they'll have, you know, strong family connections and community connections, whether they're along like, um, you know, ethnic lines or. <clears throat> Um, just the, the sort of immediate, um, you know, neighbours and that kind of thing. I think I think that exists, and you and you sort of see it here. And there's various community groups that come into the library regularly. And, um, yeah. Is that kind of one advantage? To do you think like that? That do you think? I don't know where you live. But, <clears throat> um, do you think other suburbs perhaps people like? I don't know. Is there something? that people can learn from places like Leyland? Yeah, yeah, I mean, def definitely, like, more affluent suburbs, you would find there would be, um, like, probably more, more atomised and there would be less, you know, mingling with your neighbours, I suspect. You know, I think it's a trend, like, as, as your sort of level of income increases, you probably spend more time at work and then that, and that gives you, you know, less time for those kind of like social social endeavours or something like that. So yeah, I mean that's I guess that's something that doesn't get measured as well when they when they do a report and just look at people's incomes and um, you know, employment level and that kind of thing. You don't that doesn't capture the sort of community connections connections. So in an ideal world, if you were um, in charge of like lay law and all things lay law related, <laughs> is there anything that you would kind of like change or do or want people to know? Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, the, the, I don't know. I don't live here. I don't know this area. Well Where do you live? I live in um, Brunswick. Brunswick. Yeah, so I'm not too far away, but no. Um, but yeah, very even different. still, I go to Brunswick. I used to live in Coburg. I go to Brunswick quite a bit because there's not much, as you may have noticed on your journey home, um, to there's nowhere to socialise between Laylor and Preston. Mm. <laughs> so, no. um, so do you when you're out with your mates or whatever, and you say I work at Laylor Library? Does do people know where Laylor is? No, no. Very rarely. They might know where Epping is, just up the, the road a bit, and but Epping is considered, you know, the the end of the. Well, it was it was the end of the train line for a very long time. So I think people just associate Epping with, you know, somewhere I've never been that's far away. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot too. Where Layla? Yeah. Where is that? It's like, well, you know, Reservoir, right? <laughs> Picture yeah. two suburbs north of mm. <laughs> Reservoir. 
and people kind of just don't know, don't, don't know where it is. But that's okay. It's probably. Do you think that eventually they will work their way up the train line? Yeah, I've had people complaining about how they were getting, um, you know, gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, someone was telling me was complaining about that the other day. <laughs> you don't seem convinced. Do <laughs> you think it's going to take more than a, a spattering? Yeah, I, 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 yeah it's because you always remember the hipster you see once mm. in like Lilo shops. And you think, yeah, what, are you yeah. what are you doing here? Yeah. Oh, that that pram looks like a Northcote pram. What do you, you know? But um, thank you so much for talking.